And welcome to the weekly walkthrough H-Town, coming to the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment, sponsored by USW Local 11228. Hi, Susan. Hi, Rusty. Wow. Wow. What a weekend. What a weekend. The the three-peat was complete. It was crazy. Um, we saw so much historical basketball this season. Kendall Bruggen sets a record for three-pointers in a game with six. Amazing. Jake Proctor sets the three-pointers in a game with seven earlier this season, plus tosses in 40 to set a new single-game points record. Huge, huge. And the boys go back to back to back. Yes, and you mentioned just a few seconds ago yeah. that only one other school in it's, the history of Kansas. Yes, it was the only done one other time in 3A, okay. and that was Scott Community or Scott City. Mm-hmm. So, and major props to H-Town because Heston showed out in a huge way at the sports fun. arena. Yeah, it was really um, a really busy and fun weekend, oh, yeah. and I'm so happy for our kids. And also, just want to make sure that we keep shouting it out to all those kids that are supporters of basketball, the band, the cheer team. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, everybody else that's I mean, knocking it out of the park with robotics. And exactly. We probably state. ought to change the name from Heston to Titletown. I mean, just because we seem to win state Title titles. Titletown. So robotic state title, state champion basketball. Yeah. You know, maybe hopefully a state champion golf comes this way. You know, Could so. be. Yeah. yeah. I wish our viewers – I always wish our viewers could see you. Um, not me <laughs> because I have a I, face for radio. But, I, so um, do I. Yeah, but I'm, Rusty's wearing the most interesting St. Patrick's Day shirt on I the planet. I said I would. I, I love it. One of my loud golf shirts. My goal is to be seen from space. I've, I look good, play average, or below average, one of the two. So, yeah. Or look better than average. I don't know. I well, just if, I love the golf shirts. I love a loud golf shirt and just it makes people laugh a little bit on the golf course. If there's a loose balloon over America right now and when you step out of this library, they're going to... I will stand there with my hands yeah. extended to see it's, so. it's a cool yes. shirt. Well, we have a good day ahead. Yes, we got... Colin Duckworth coming by from the Heston Golf Course, and then we're going to talk with Lance Carter and Christine Weirich from Heston Rec, and then we're going to talk some other stuff. I don't know if Jackie has library stuff. She I usually bet does. She does. She probably does. So, Colin, good to have you with us, man. Yeah, good to be here. Great, great. So, Colin, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up here at the Heston Golf Course. All right. Well, I grew up in Texas, so right. Texas boy grew up in a small town. Uh, have you ever heard of Bluebell Ice Cream? Uh huh. That's where it's made, right there, okay. Brenham, Texas. Okay, so yep. did you have a lot of ice cream growing up? Absolutely. Okay, good. Yeah. Right. Cool. Yeah, we won't talk about Blue Bunny or anything. Right. Blue Bell. Blue Bell. Number blue one. Bell. Yep. Got blue it. Bell. Right. No, no Blue Bunny, Blue Bell. Okay. That's right. So. That's right. All yep, right. so I grew up there, and then I went up to Central Christian in McPherson mm-hmm. uh, when I was 18, went to play college there, college golf. Um, and then after that, I... Uh, was a sports information director at okay. Central, um, also assistant golf coach. And then this past January, the golf course opened up a new position, and I took it. Yeah, rightfully so. Kind of slid right into it. And, oh, it was and great. Hit the ground rolling, and all of a sudden now you're now people. Oh, that's Colin. That's Colin, Colin works in the golf shop. Yeah, yeah, that's Colin. So, what are your day to day roles? Yeah, um, who knows? You know, each day <laughs> brings a new challenge. Right. Uh, never know what you're going to get, but. Most of the time, uh, it's just checking people in, mm-hmm. doing carts, picking range. The coolest thing about the golf course is everyone does everything. Yeah. There's no like one thing that you're doing all the time, um, which is good. It's good yeah. for camaraderie and yeah, just working with everyone in that respect. Um, but my main goal is, uh, or my main job responsibility is to be social media. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so uh, we started up a Twitter this past year, just trying to get more of an online presence with Facebook. Yeah. Um, and just those, those kind of things. And then also just assisting the pro out there, Zach Fry, mm-hmm. um, helping him with 
tournaments, right, right. directors, yeah, all that good you stuff. You said, I mean, you even said that you came in from teaching a lesson and it was kind of cold out there, so maybe a little teaching on the side too. Yeah, absolutely. So Zach and I both do lessons. Yeah, and great. Yeah. Really fun. He's even regrips clubs. I know I watched him regrip my three wood last week. So yeah, uh, that's my specialty. Right regripping. There. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. And oh, it's actually cool it's, it's actually kind of cool to watch someone regrip a club. To be honest, to watch that process, you never I've never seen it done. It's like oh that's kind of cool. Well, you should make a video of that and post it. There you go. How fast can you do a regrip a social media beat our time okay. best in golf shop? I there like we go. It. Yeah, let's do I it. I like that a lot. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. So Colin, coming up, you guys have the PGA junior league and what is this and how do our kids in heston get involved yeah absolutely well first of all i'm very jealous of this i wish i had this when i was growing me up me too man me too the pga junior league is awesome program that the pga does um essentially what this is is it's a scramble format for okay. those that don't know what scramble is it's basically team golf mm-hmm. which most time to golf you're on your own um you're hitting your own ball you have to deal with your mistakes but this is team golf where you both get to hit the shot and you take the best shot Oh, and yeah. so it, it's great. It's fantastic. Oh, absolutely. If you're starting golf, do this. Pick someone to go out there with and help you out, those kind of things. Um, but, yeah, PGA Junior League, they put this on, and it's a team uh, aspect as well. So mm-hmm. Heston Golf Course has a team. Okay. And then you usually have about five or six groups that you'll put out there. And then, yeah, you just all compete against other golf courses. You earn points, all the good stuff. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that, I mean, that is so, so cool. Like I said, I'm je- I'm so jealous. We had junior golf. And junior golf, really, bang in the day. It was a huge deal. Absolutely. Those yeah. Mondays, Mondays on the course, we were packed. I and mean, I remember they wouldn't let me hit out of a tree. I'm like, I can hit this out of the tree. No, you need to take the unplayable light. I can get it out of the tree branch. I really can, but... Oh, so cool. what age kids can be yeah. in this? Yeah, that's a good question. We do 4 to 13 Okay. So pretty wide variety, and usually we'll pair them up close to their age or skill level. Kind of sometimes, you know, six-year-olds are just as good as ten-year-olds. But yeah, it's yeah, it's cool. Hmm. We like it. All right. And when does when did I mean this takes place throughout the summer? Are there assigned days for this? I mean, yeah, that will be coming up, and usually it kind of depends on your team. We'll uh, figure out a practice day because each week we'll do a practice, and then each week we'll go to a. A surrounding golf course. A, a really cool one is Prairie Dunes. They get to yes, go play. I'm, oh my is, goodness! I'm so jealous because I've never played the Dunes. I've never played the Dunes, and the PGA Junior League gets to go play nine holes at the Dunes. You need to be one of the supervisors. We'll get you an ID to say I am 13. <laughs> You'll be good. I, if I go clean shaven, I might be able to pass for that, but maybe not. The gray hair and the I'll just I'll dye my hair. Yeah, I'll go clean shaven, get rid of my facial okay. hair. We'll get you out there, Rusty. Okay, we'll I'll get you out okay, there. Okay, thanks, Colin. I appreciate that. So, um. Yeah, so their kids are getting involved. I mean, do you have a lot of kids signed up so far? Um, I think we're up to about five right now, but usually the way that I've noticed it kind of works, usually within a month of whenever we start, that's when we'll start getting the right. phone ringing. Yeah. Do you have do you have spots for this? Yeah, yep, absolutely. That. I understand that. So what about the cost for this for these for the kids? Yeah, so there's two different fees that they'll go through. Okay. The PGA has they have a fee and that usually goes towards like jerseys, drawstring bags. Um, hats, those kind of things. So that you get, get. So this is you get some swag out of this. Deal. Oh yeah. Oh cool. And I think while they're signing up on the PGA Junior uh, website, is you'll get you get to pick your own number. You'll have your last name on your back. So it's pretty much like any other sport. Right. And that's just so unique to golf. Too. Absolutely. Very golf, much. Golf. So. It's normally just you know wear your loud mouth a uh, golf polo Thank you. and then right. Thank you. You just go out well, there. It sounds like it's very official though. Yeah. I mean, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like I mean, that would be a draw to a lot of kids. Yep. 
So, all right. And so they have two two different fees and the one for the PGA and then I'm guessing like a, one for the golf courses, the, travel fees. And usually we'll do uh, like ice cream sandwiches after. So food, snacks, because you got to keep them hydrated right, out there. Right. Do you get those from discount from Bluebell down in Brennan, Texas? Oh, I wish. <laughs> Come on, man. You got to use it's those sore, okay. <laughs> What about junior golf coming up this summer? Yeah. So that will start up early June. Mm-hmm. Um, and those camps are really cool. I got to participate in it last year for the first time, and there's hundreds and hundreds of kids, it feels like, out there. It does. Um, but, yeah, just teach them the fundamentals of golf. Coming in early June, we'll do group, group lessons. And then another cool thing that we do is play days. Right. And this is an opportunity, like, kids, they can learn, you know, fundamentals of grip, stance, mm-hmm. those kind of things, but they never get to learn how to act on the golf course. Right. These play days, you get the opportunity for that. So they make, they have tee times. They'll go out with a group of guys and play. Mm-hmm. And they learn actually how to play on the golf course. Right. And that's how I that's how I did growing up, starting in third grade, junior golf, starting in three holes, and then moving to six holes, and then nine hole B, and then nine hole A, and then 18 holes. So, yeah. It's interesting to hear you say they don't know how to act on the golf course because I, I was like, but then now it's soaking in because I think about the once a year when I go bowling, how, <laughs> how you know, we always go bowling on, okay. on Thanksgiving night okay. in Kansas City. And it's packed. And sometimes there are like five kids standing, hovering around the bowler. And I'm like, you don't know what you're doing. That's not, but I don't say it, but I think it. And that they don't know how to act at a bowling alley. They know how to bowl, but they don't know how to act. And you're saying same goes for the golf course. Oh, I would think so. I would think that there's a lot of etiquette and course decorum to be taught. That's very, very impressive and important. Very much so. I mean, I remember the days back in my day, 105 years ago, um, we had to take a rules test to be able to play junior mm-hmm. golf, and you had to take a multiple choice rules test. And if you didn't pass that, you'd take it till you passed it to actually go uh-huh. on the course and, and learn the little things. We got the rule book, and you went through that right? of, of what you did. And yeah, do they yeah. still have to take that? Test? No, uh, especially this is more relaxed. Okay, uh, but it's kind of like you'll you'll figure out in the situation when you when it arises. So if they're on the golf course, they hit in the water. It's like. What do I do now? Like, do I just dive in for my golf ball? And mm-hmm. <laughs> there might be some kids well, that would yeah, do that. They <laughs> definitely would. Yeah. Maybe I'll just say like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah we'll, I want to see this one play out. <laughs> and, and if you do that, then that goes on social media, right? That's right. right. Yeah. yeah. Let me get so, my phone out first. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> but that's that's great. So, and those play days are on. Are they still on Monday? The play days are on Monday, and the group lessons are on Tuesday. Okay, great. I think play days go for six weeks every Monday, starting, I think, June 4th, I think it is. And then, yeah, the group lessons will be four weeks on Tuesday. All right, and on Tuesdays. how do kids get involved with that? How do they sign up? Um, they can just show up to the golf course and just say, like, hey, I want to sign my kid up. Um, and then, or they can go on HestonGolf.com, and under Heston Junior Golf, there's a sign-up link. Okay, it's a great. Google form you can just fill out. and great. Yeah, so we'll get that all together here in the next couple of months we'll reach out to parents let them know when it's happening yeah oh man so so cool so many different like we said we've talked about this so many different opportunities and mm-hmm. here's a little different one at our hidden gym in the backyard of the hessen golf course right so. yes and i do really understand when people say golf lifetime sport and and just the idea that you don't have to have 
three or four other people, you can go out and play two or three holes and, you know, that is work off some frustration. Absolutely. And, that, and, you know, in a mental health aspect, there's kind of nothing better to be out by yourself on the golf course. With sure. Maybe if you're enjoying nature or if you want a few small tunes with the new carts that you can hook up to your phone and play a little music out oh, of. Oh, yeah. 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 So I'm, my goal is to have every cart on my Bluetooth that I can, oh, I can't go to this cart. I'm cook, cook it up. And I've got quite a few on there already. Okay. So. <laughs> So, Colin, on the aspect of working and being involved here in Heston, what has been the most rewarding thing about that here being in what we like to call our little H-Town? Yeah, well, my scripted answer is Zach Fry is the best. <laughs> he told me if you didn't say it yeah. that I was supposed to cut off your microphone. He said there was some bonus. Oh, yeah, part okay, of that, okay. so, yeah. All right, great, great. Now we have it, yeah. Perfect. We're covered. We're covered in that. All right. In fact, we'll do a little bit there. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yes, that's great. <laughs> Show's over. Yep. Yeah, you're right. No, I think it's just the community, small town aspect of it. Um, we talked about, like, you can go to the golf course by yourself and just, you know, have a good time. But also just going there, you get to learn about everyone. I know Rusty's handicap. That's how much <laughs> I know Rusty now. <laughs> Which is between my ears. That's yeah, really that's between right. my ears. Sure. That's the handicap. Stop. Yeah. There's all these like this little things that you get to learn about each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, just know about people's kids, what they're doing on a daily basis. Right. And yeah, it's it's just great getting you know, to know the community here Good. as well. Obviously, basketball is a huge. A little bit of a yeah. little bit of a big deal here. Yeah. Golf is coming up. You know, they could be back to back state champs, no, though. Exactly. So. I know. I mean, back to back state champs would be awesome in we golf. We would love that. Yeah. Well, like we said, well, then we'll have to change our name to Title Town. Right. Yeah. No. It's it's been great having you here. Um, this is for you to be immersed in us and in learning about people, and you get maybe get you out and compete a little bit with like the I one thirty five Cup or or the Sowers Cup. I think you need to step out now and show what you can do on the course. He's subbed for my partner in men's. Okay. He's really good. I wondered. I mean, it seems like if you came all the way from Texas to play golf and then you're working in golf. You're probably good. Yeah, that's a that's a loaded uh, answer there. Uh, <laughs> like it, the I short story is, I tore my ACL on my college visit, and Central was the only one to uh, keep my offer. Uh, dare we ask how you tore your ACL on your college visit? Okay, we're gonna ask it. Horseback riding. Uh, I wish it was that cool. No, I was getting a rebound, and I turned on my. Oh, no. My leg, and I tore my ACL. It was the lamest thing. I wish I was going up for a dunk, and right, then, you know, right. I fell well, down. Well, you should tell that uh, you were dunked, and someone undercut 360 you. 360 spin, exactly. yeah, dunk, and then it fell on someone, yeah. Like nope, I was just turning to get a rebound, okay. and I felt this little pop, and I was like, oh. that's not good. All right, all right. Well, we're really glad that happened. Yeah. yeah. That sounds I mean, terrible, it, it, but, it is, but he's I mean, it here. did work out. It worked out really well for us <laughs> at the golf course, so, yeah. Cool. Great. Yeah. Colin, is there anything you want to add? I don't think so. I'm just glad to be here. Hey, we're glad to have you. I mean, like you said, things going on at the golf course. We've got some upcoming events, too. Oh, yeah. I guess I should mention that. Um, yeah, the How Low Can You Go tournament. Oh, one of my favorite tournaments. It, is this limbo? No. No, 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 no. This is this is actually one of my favorite tournaments Maybe to play. Maybe we'll, we'll incorporate that in, though. You know, that'd be great. Ooh. Okay, first of all, you guys <laughs> tried to put me on kicking a football, and that did not work. So I'm not, not going to do I thought it looked great. It was awful. So we are not going to do – I'm not going to do the limbo because I will hurt myself and be out for <laughs> weeks or months. But how low can you go? And the format for that, it's an individual stroke play tournament, but you play the forward tees, which are the red tees at Heston. Mm-hmm. And the easiest pins. Yep. We're just preparing you for the last event of the year. Which is the tip and tuck, which is the farthest <laughs> tees and the toughest pins. But it's it's actually a really, really fun tournament. Oh, yeah. It's great. I, I know everyone always enjoys it. And 
it's nothing like the beginning of the year just to shoot a good score and just give you some confidence going yeah. into it. Everyone's rusty right now, yeah. not just their name. Right. right. But, you. yeah, you're welcome. No, but it, it really is. I think it's a really great way to kick off the season and here we open up and here we go, guys. We're going to jump into our, everything with our tournaments, our open to the public tournaments. Um, there's still also time to sign up for men's club and I think men's league as well. So that's coming up too. Uh, what else you got? Masters Par 3 Challenge. Oh, yes. This year it's going to be fun. This is the word that we're trying to do right now is we're going to try to do a master's dinner and draft party. Okay. Yep. All right. So you heard it first. All right. We heard it first. Breaking news on the Weekly Wire. No kidding. Dun-dun-dun. Now, is it Dun-dun-dun. a secret or can we, like, well, I guess it's it's, it's on, on the, the pod. Yeah, it's on the yeah. podcast. Can I can we, go back now. <laughs> yeah. Can Rusty and I talk about it too to people? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, okay. we'll get the word buzzing out there. Cool. Okay. When would the, I'm more interested in the meal than anything. When would that be? Um, that's going to be Friday, so the tournament's going to probably be on a Sunday, mm-hmm. but the, the dinner and draft is going to be Friday. I think Saturday we have another event going on, cool. so it'd be kind of hard to so get all the So I think that done. would be March 31st. Uh, some, yeah, yes. Right, because okay. it's going to be a week before the Masters tournament. Okay. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so the and dinner the and draft. The part, and, and for the format of the tournament, though, every hole is set up as a par three at the Heston Golf Course. Hmm. So it's all short holes, yep. relatively short holes. Yep. I think our longest one was 170 last year. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So not very long. It's just fun. You don't yeah, have to bring your driver out, hopefully. Right. It's right. just really interesting how creative golf has gotten oh. over oh, the yeah. last, what would you say, 10, 20 years? I mean, this is not the kind of stuff they did back in when, you know, the Brady family was enrolling their six kids on the Brady bench to play right, golf, right? right? exactly. I mean, these are very creative <laughs> things. So. No, they, they are, and I think it keeps things fresh. I really do think oh, yeah. it keeps, keeps some things fresh on the golf course. Yeah. So many different formats, so right. many different ideas. Um, you know, you've got so many different events. You've got two-person events, three-person events, some four-person events, you know, that type of thing. We, we have a lot of fun. Good. Yep. Good. you got to well, switch it up. You don't want to just always do the same thing exactly. over and over exactly. again. You're right. Well, it's great to meet you. I'm glad you came over yeah, today. Glad to be yeah, glad Rusty Thank gets all the cool people. I don't know about that, but Colin is definitely one of the cool people. Okay. Yeah. Without a doubt. Colin, thank you so much for yeah. coming in. And um, how can they get out there and sign up? Can they just come out, call the golf course? or Call the golf course, go out there. Yeah, we'll take Six, you either way. 620-327-2331. Boom. You got it. Perfect, yeah. I've got that one memorized. Good job. Yeah. All right. Colin, thank you so much. And we look forward to seeing you out the golf course and maybe in the summertime coming in and giving us a little bit of some PGA Junior League recap. Oh, yeah. We'll do it. All right. All right. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for stopping by. Bye. So that is so neat to have what we have going on in Hesse yeah, with our exciting. golf course. And, and we're going to get Lance and Christine here in just a bit. They'll and have some news, So too. Susan said she's going to take up golf and Colin's going to teach. Perfect. Well, Yes, I didn't know he didn't agree to teach. Well, but he I just guess, I just kind of threw him that, under the you know, bus. So, if you pay I mean, for a lesson, yeah. they'll let you. Yeah, I mean it does. It makes me immediately think, oh, I need to start telling the daughters to get the grandkids, and yeah. then I have to remember now that is their choice. So if you are listening, right. children, it's okay if you if your kids don't want to do this, but somebody out there get your kids involved. Absolutely, I, I mean I think it will be fun. I played so much junior golf growing up. It, it was fun. I bet you did. It was. We were we were always out there. We were always out there on those Mondays, and you played, and, you, you, and they ended up with the the club championship, junior golf ch- club championship yeah, tournament. It and, just sounds And they actually then awesome. did a junior open at the very end, too, where the people could come in and juniors could play in different divisions. Uh-huh. And I remember my sister Mindy tried to play, but Mindy had to withdraw because she had heat exhaustion. Not heat stroke, but heat exhaustion. She got overheated and, and called it good, so... 
Mindy, I did not tell him that he could tell that no, story she, about you. But no, I told him anyway. She's listening right now, and she loves you anyway. Well, right? We hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's getting ready to go on a fishing trip with her boyfriend. There so, you yeah. go. That sounds good. All right. Well, we're getting Christine and Lance to put the headphones on from the Heston Hi, friends. It's good to see right. these we got, guys. We've got a state champion coach. Assistant coach in the broadcast booth right now in the hub, and that's in form of Lance. And congratulations, Lance! Thank you, appreciate it, man. What what we talked about that earlier? What a what a weekend of basketball! What a year of basketball! In all, we talked about some of the historical stuff, but but for you, I think maybe got to see H Town show out a little bit. Yeah, no, it was fun. I'm I'm spoiled being that first year, you yeah. know, here in town and and coaching high school basketball, but. No, a great group of guys. Yeah. I mean, they deserve it, um, worked for it. Um, not your typical – well, the past few years, you know, they were loaded talent-wise right. and everyone knew it, but a group of seniors that just worked for everything. Yeah, they, they did. Mean, yeah, worked for everything they got. and Yeah. They worked hard. And like I, you, I don't know if you guys heard, but I was told Susan, it's only been done. A three-peat's only been done one other time in 3A. Okay. And that was Scott Community or Scott City at the time. I think that was actually Ron Baker. So – Three, so Baker. yeah, I, I, I did look. I actually looked that up. So that is actually historical. And the other neat thing is going back through all those records and seeing all these teams that were oh Parsons is three A now where they are and all these communities that have grown up over the years and and expanded. So yeah, it's just a really nice thing, and you like to see good people have good things, and so we are happy for you. Absolutely. So. Well, I spent a few years at the REC and enjoyed every bit of it and mm-hmm. have um, really appreciated Lance and what you brought to the organization and you, Christine, of what you continue to do. You're just kind of like the foundation, <laughs> the person right. that knows all and tells nothing. We call that the old. Susan, we call that the glue. She's the glue. She's the glue. Right. And she's a vault, too. Yeah. Like, she knows. I mean, Christine and not. She's not going to tell you unless she's supposed to, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. That's why I couldn't have had that position. <laughs> because I'd be like, well, so, you know, did you see that kid? They were dunking so-and-so. And then, and then their craft project didn't turn out so well. So anyway, guys, we're glad you're here. Yes. Lance, you've been at the rack about nine, ten months, something like that. So tell just a little bit about your background and how you landed in Heston. Yeah, so I went to school at Tabor, um, played basketball there for four years, and then was the assistant basketball coach while I finished my master's. Um, full-time assistant for three years after that and uh, the end of May last year is when I started so um, yeah some connections as far as on the board knew some some of the board members and thought um, yeah I would come over and interview and and enjoyed the board and got to meet Christine and Kelsey really enjoyed them knew Kelsey she was at Tabor when I was there Mm -hmm. so um, she was on the women's team and um, yeah figured it'd be a, a good opportunity for me and my family and Holly's sister lives here in Heston as well, so she was excited about that. My wife grew up in Mound Ridge, so okay. yeah, I came to the middle of Kansas thinking I was going to play basketball, and here I am with a wife and a little one, and one on the way. So we're uh, yeah, we've enjoyed it. Heston has, has treated us really well. That's that's a, a big deal, obviously for right. for our family. So um, it's been great. We've enjoyed it. Good. Yeah, kind of setting some roots down real quick. I, know, I, I like I it. Love that. <laughs> I like it. And I I remember and taking a, just a little side turn here did i hear you say one time that you had not even been to hillsboro when you yeah yeah so i got on a bus sight unseen 18 hour greyhound ride uh came oh my came, goodness came to hillsboro kansas and didn't your coach like pick you up in emporia emporia yep yep <laughs> so mike ratzliff and uh picked me up and 
Yeah, I thought I was from a small town, about 26,000 Troy's, <laughs> and, then, and then came came to the middle of nowhere, Kansas, and, and realized what small town living right, was. Right, so. Such a cool story. Yeah. I love that. So what do you think, like, when you think about programs at the REC that continue to do well and have the potential to grow, what, what are some that stand out in your mind? Yeah, some of our staples are obviously our athletics. I mean, mm-hmm. it's testing Kansas, so um, just wanting to do those well, and that's important to our board that, you know... Um, and and not that they weren't ran well, but just wanting to always look for ways to improve, right. whether it's fields, um, how they're ran, whatever it may be. Um, the Emma Creek is obviously a staple of ours. so this And that's my, coming up. That's right. That's right. So that'll be, uh, yeah, my first time running it. Uh, thankful for Christine and the leadership that she's provides to that and has provided for that um, for years. So um, it'll be fun to, to actually go through it. I came in, um, and helped our board that day, that day last year. So wasn't officially, uh, I accepted the job, but hadn't started. So got to see it and kind of be an outside helper. But now I, I've been on the committee committee and get to, yeah, see it from start to finish. So that'll be exciting and stressful and all that at once, I'm sure. Well, it, it really is an incredibly unique and amazing event. I think it's, I think it's one of the largest women only run walk jog run in the state and i think it speaks volumes to what we can do and what you guys do to get such a gigantic and ginormous field to come and compete and and run and walk and and have this wonderful track through the south town the town and and through the golf course and then creek so yeah it's pretty cool so i'll tell you a story about that all right um I always get calls from people saying, mm-hmm. I just want to start a 5K. How do I do that? <laughs> and so I say, well, it's about 10 months of planning and pages and pages of what to do. Right. And so I give them a quick overview. But um, we were very honored uh, a few years ago. I was talking to someone from Timer Guys out of Wichita. So they are come in and they do the timing chips. Mm-hmm. And um, they do races all over the country. And uh, he said, you know, um, whenever I have someone call me and say, I want to do a 5K, uh, the director said, I send them to Heston to show them how to do it. <laughs> That's and impressive. That speaks to the that, whole community that yes. and you know, the yeah. committee and everything. That, so. that is good. Because there's some behind-the-scenes things. I've done that. I've been a crossing guard down by Hickory to stop people from, hey, yeah. stop. There, we got right. runners coming. You, yeah. And I get to act like I'm tough. <laughs> there's like, a, no. There's a ton, <laughs> a ton of <laughs> yeah, little jobs. Exactly. So kind of looping back around, and then we definitely want to hear more about Emma Creek, but do you have any new programs? Um, yeah, so um, – and the swim team is obviously a staple too. That's mm-hmm. something that I, I think in general, um, you know, what the Heston Rec has done and the history of certain certain programs, but just in general, I mean, back to Carl Boyer and how it started and everything from funding to, to everything under the sun, I think it's worth mentioning. Uh, the rich history of, of Heston Recreation oh, a yeah. and a, a, small, uh, a small town and just the yeah, the the quality that it's been and, and that it, it tends or it's going to continue to be. Um, so we have started, and this will be brand new swim camp June 26th through 29th. Um, that's a new event where you'll uh, some specific swim training outside of our uh, swimming lessons that have been offered for for years. So Kelsey and Drew Hebert um, have have provided the leadership on that and are looking forward to that. Not really sure what to expect yet, but. I know that um, it'll be ran well, so we're we're thankful for that. The Tuesday theme nights at the pool will will continue, um, okay. And um, starting off with kind of a kickoff in partnership with the library, June's tw- uh, June sixth 
will be the first one, kind of a carnival night. Um, everything from games to some food trucks to, yeah, it'll be a good time. At so, the pool. Yep, at the pool. Yep, yeah, right. I saw those listed in the catalog, and I thought, man, it's just like food, a party every week. <laughs> yeah. And a food truck food trucks? definitely yeah. gets yep, our attention. Yep, yep. <laughs> so we did a, a one to end the summer last year, and the attendance was, was almost scary good as far as just all the people in the water and, like, you know, we get keep eyes on people. There's people mm-hmm. everywhere. So, yeah, we're hoping to kick it off like that um, and then continue it rolling. So Good. Yep. Anything that you've had to discontinue or chosen to discontinue? Um, Not in particular. Uh, not, not in particular. We do have one more new one, Pickleball, on Saturday mornings in April at the elementary school. Oh, so, 8th nice. and noon, kind of pickleball open gym and just see, see where that goes. There's been a lot of of people and and in general pickleball is the one of the largest growing sports in the united states right now so um we're we're looking forward to offering that and and we're a little late being that you know the winter months would obviously be ideal to get people inside but uh, we'll just see how it goes and if it's something that we continue to to offer to those people throughout the summer or but definitely want to offer that through the winter months i think that's a great idea i do too i mean yeah that's that's great. I mean, we, Lance, you're right. There is a long, rich history with the wreck and what they've done over the years. And I think back to all the stuff that I used to do, and it's it's like, where do you get so many different opportunities in a town our size that has so many? You've got catalogs that come in. Oh, this will be fun to do. Oh, this will be. Oh, I got to schedule this. Yeah, it's it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it. Um, typically, when you picture summer in a small town, you think, "Ugh, everything dies." And instead, with the wreck and the school and the camps, I think people have to sit down and do some intentional planning and choosing. <laughs> they and, do. And they it's okay for do. people to have to choose. I did not necessarily think that was the way it should be, and someone told me it's okay that everybody <laughs> can't do everything. Yeah, that's I mean, right. uh, but I, thought, I thought back in my day when my sister, before Wendy was born, Mindy, and myself, and mom and dad, we had four different ball games in four different towns. I thought that was busy. That pales in comparison <laughs> sure. to what everything else yeah, is going on. That's right. I mean, I've got friends who have a color-coded chart of what's going on yep. in the summertime. So, <laughs> exactly. yeah. yeah. Well, so what are, you know, we know that this is a great job and a great place, but what are some of the challenges for a rec department when we think about, you know, I think people like to hear oh well that might be a way they could step in or cheer yeah yeah um one of the main ones and you've been in the office would be storage i mean just storage and organization um doing doing the best with what you can of course but um we're bursting at the seams when it comes to just physically storing items and keeping them in order um but yeah there again it, it almost loops back to uh, the, the normal challenges for a town our size and rec would be coaches, you know, getting volunteers. But that's, I mean, we're so grateful that that's not, I mean, they're so, parents are so volunteered. I mean, so they're interested and mm-hmm. engaged. And so, I mean, every now and then we might call someone and say, hey, do you beg someone to right. coach a team? But for the most part, I mean, we're I'm so thankful that, that people just step up and, and want to be involved and, and care about it because that's not the same ever in, in towns this right. size. So. Yeah, and you you have people that know what they're doing. One one time I coached. (laughs) You did? Long time ago. What what sport? Um, Girls, softball in the summer. Sports girls, yes. And and here's the thing. I I would like to – I always say I'm not going to say their name, and then I do, but um, this person is still around. I doubt that she would remember it, but Kristen Fry Barber was on a base – and she, it was time for her to, you know, like, she was going to run or something to the next one. <laughs> I was coaching with Terry Ray. 
she probably doesn't listen to the podcast. But anyway, and and Kristen looks at me. I was on third base, and she, she was like, want me to tell her what to do? And I yelled as loud as I could, you decide. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Good coach. Uh, yeah. Terry turned and looked at me, and she's just shaking her head. That, that's, that I felt like that was empowerment. <laughs> and I bet Kristen, you know, she was a tremendous athlete. Probably that was a she, turning point. That was why. No, oh, when yeah. I, when I empowered her. her. You I'm like, her athletic hey, career. you know what you're doing. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. And that, no, I mean, those wreck stories, though, I mean, those are what makes makes the job worth doing. I mean, everyone from the most talented to the least talented and and those fun stories that you I've, that where everyone yeah. gets a shot to shot to play. Right. So. Absolutely. Well, so what what things are super easy and fun other than getting coaches? Are there things yeah. that are fun? Yeah, and no, easy? it's all the the kids. I mean, the kids. I I enjoy being around the kids and laughing with them, smiling with them. Um, those stories, loving on them. Um, the the people have been have been. It's been a joy to work with the the community of Heston in a number of ways, from parents to partnerships to. Uh, volunteers, all of it. So that's yeah. great to hear. We like that. So, yeah. how could the community become more involved in supporting you guys? Yeah, I would. I would just say feedback. We're looking for adult programming. We're looking for adult teachers. Um, we want to. We want to know. I have an open door policy. So even if you're upset, come on in. Um, I have an idea. <laughs> chat with us. Um, let us know if you have a skill that we could offer to everyone else um but yeah adult activities i mean we okay. we don't want to uh we don't want to reach if that makes sense we don't want to just offer something offer keep offering because and two people but we want something that people will utilize and mm-hmm. people will really enjoy i have a good idea here we go, oh, here well, we go. i can't wait to hear it <laughs> are you going to say it now i could encapsulate i could i could so i have an idea for it's ne- we've done it it's never been done mm-hmm. it's never we won't it's only ever been done um one way and uh it's it's done the pacific northwest we ran it one time but i have an idea for a sunday evening softball league which is completely different than has ever been done because you only need five players to play this league huh and it's called we call it a five on five on five or a we call it insanity with a five where you have an infield, an outfield, and a third team. And, and you, every three outs you switch, and it's capped by runs, and you play like a four- or five-inning game. How many teams? Uh, well, you, as there's many as you – or just three? Yeah, three, three play at a time, but okay. you could have six or nine or whatnot. They, and threes, sets yeah. of threes. And threes. So you've got your four outfielders and your catcher are one team, your four infielders and your pitcher are one team, and the other team bats. Huh. Look and, at that! <laughs> and you just hit the ball, and you run, and you tire yourself out ridiculously. Because we ran a, we did a tournament like that okay. here. We did a one tournament back in I think 2015. We did that tournament, and someone said, "Well, why didn't you come out with this like 10 years ago?" But I think for a Sunday evening league, you could get teams, you could get that, and everyone works together. It's just a chance to go out and play some ball and and have a lot of fun. And you cap the innings, you play. You say you say we're gonna play four innings, and you, the most runs you can score is like seven an inning, or three outs or seven runs. And every three outs you switch, and the one team goes from the outfield to infield, infield to hitters, and the hitters go to outfield. So, huh. yeah, thanks. Yeah, we'll, we'll think. Look about at that. I sure. see. You could have said, "Well, I'd like to tell you that this idea over lunch." <laughs> I should have, but. But Lance, but, I even I even have score sheets that oh we my make from that that I can well, use. Well, ma- imagine it, you being softball, right? Imagine, yeah, I, I, played imagine a, I played a played a few games. Yeah. Right. I played like one or two. Right. Did you know his middle name is softball? It is not it's rusty softball. softball. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> no, well, I'm, I'm golf now. I'm yeah, that's sure. true. Yeah. yeah, you're so, also yeah. a leprechaun with yeah. that shirt. Well, <laughs> right. it, it, uh, another thing that I'll just toss in before we talk to Christine is I hope that people um, would know, but if they don't, you have a fund, am I right? The REC has a fund under the Community Foundation? Yes. Okay, yes, so we do. if somebody is passionate, has an interest in supporting the REC, they could make a donation to your fund, and that's tax deductible. And that could be a gift of oh, yeah. cash, but it could also be a gift of land or a vehicle or whatever, a, a collection of ceramic birds. That's right. Um, That's right. I know an institution that might have that um, that they're trying to get rid of. But anyway, um, so, Christine, so yeah. good to see you. You too. You know what, listeners, I just have to say, Christine worked as a reporter for many years. Editor. And so, when, editor. Yes, she did. I know this very well. Yeah. And d- just she edited my stuff. So. Yeah, send, send anything that you want edited oh, gosh. properly to Christine. But when she walked in, she's today, gonna she, forward it to me. You watch. A charge. She said this. There is a charge. Come on, people. I'm trying to tell a serious story. You're out of control. <laughs> she said when she came in here, she said, "I prefer to ask the questions." But that's not how it works, Christine. <laughs> so, um, you know, you've been here a long time at the rec. Tell us about your role. It's changed a lot through the years. Uh, now I do the business, like accounts payable, accounts receivable, and um, do the HR things like payroll and all that. Mm-hmm. So, and handle the Emma Creek and handle, we just, you know, three of us in the office, we do just about everything. So. And Except when, I don't know how many feet there are between third and second base. I don't know. <laughs> well, depends 90. on the sport. Yeah. 90 yeah. in baseball. In 90 in baseball. Okay. I can't believe I knew that. <laughs> well, you know, Christine, now you said there's three of us in the office, and some people might say, why do you have to have a big payroll, blah, 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 if there's only three of you? But people, think about it. There's three people in the office, yeah. but when you look at, at all those lifeguards, all those people chalking fields, all those umpires, they all get Class paid, right? teachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. in the summer yep. we go up to 100 and so um, employees and contract employees. That so is a bunch. That's a big payroll. That's a bunch. Yeah. So... The one of the most exciting projects that you're involved in, though, is Emma Creek Classic. And um, you just tell the story because no one can tell it better than you. Tell the story. Of what? Of Emma Creek. Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, well, it's, it, a, it's a 30-minute show, like I say, that always <laughs> goes 50, depending I mean, on how crazy I get. But um, So the yeah. Emma started in 1990. Paula Patton was working at the rec office, mm-hmm. and she and a group of women decided they wanted to get in shape after the cold winter. Mm-hmm. So they started a spring training program. So then they worked so hard working out that they said, well, we need to, you know, show this off. So that's how the Emma started. That's cool. So, yeah. yeah. And it almost didn't happen the first year because the Heston tornado happened on March 13th. Which was 33 years ago yesterday. So it was. It was, yeah. yeah. So they they persevered, and here we are. This will be our 32nd year. We had two off because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So And um, the least number of runners, it probably doesn't matter, but what's the most you've ever had? 17,000. No. <laughs> <laughs> How many have you had? The, the biggest one, I think, was the first year I was here, and it was 900 and something. And then in 19, I mean, in 2019, the year before COVID, we had 719. And I asked the race director one time, you know, why, you know, is it lower than they used to be? And he said, um, there's so many more races. So mm-hmm. we might have five races in the Wichita area on that weekend. Mm-hmm. Right. And he said, most of them will be fly by night. They won't be here 
32 years, they'll be here two or three because they realize how much work it is. So yeah. Yeah. he well, said, stick with what you're doing. So yeah. Yeah. No, you, it's, so. it's amazing. It really it, is amazing. It is amazing. <laughs> now, I mean, very few things. Most marriages don't last that long. <laughs> so, so how has the race evolved over the years? I'd say technology has been the biggest change. When I got here, we entered every all 719 or 900 um, registrations by hand. And we have people helping in the community type those in. But um, yeah, now it's mostly online registration. But for those who don't feel comfortable with technology, we do give them a piece of paper. So Nice. um, You're very accommodating. Mm. And marketing just has changed a lot. You know, you have, um, you can do movie theaters and you can do just TV advertising or whatever you want. To oh, do, we had so. the one on the Swather Sports Network. We had to, we had yeah. a little blurb to, to be read to the Swather Sports Network. So, hopefully yeah. that we people listening for not just Heston but other t- towns were like, oh yeah, I should get in on that. Yeah, so. exactly. It's and we do newspaper advertising mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. So. so obviously, I think most everybody would understand the importance of the um, race to our area. But from your point of view, why is this important to Heston and the region? I think. People come back year after year. We have had several women who've done all of them but one. So that's 32 years of running a race. That's incredible. It is. Um, and you get to know each other by name. You know, this summer I was in Branson, and we were at the BG's like, what do you call it? Um, show. Show. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't uh-huh. them, you know. It was yeah. Fake BG's. But this lady and her son, adult son, came in and sat down in front of me, and I'm like, I know her. <laughs> She runs the Emma. Oh so I my. tapped on her shoulder and I said, do you run the Emma? And her son said, you've got to be kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's so yeah, cool. Yeah, and she's from Topeka. She's not even from here. So small world. But I yes. think it's just a family and you get to know people and volunteers come back year after year and our sponsors who are great in Heston. Yeah, so, that, yeah, that is all very important. And and we need consistency. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's good to have creativity. It's good to have change. But in a very unpredictable world, it's important to have consistency. And I think that we value that. Especially consistency that can evolve and grow like Absolutely. the M Creek has. And, yeah. And embrace the technology and every, every other aspect that makes it easier to be reached out to. Right. Yeah. Well, Christine, it's kind of unfair of me to ask you this, but... Um, <laughs> What what kind of keeps you awake at night oh, as you prepare for this? Because you take this very seriously, and I got to admire that because you are very committed to it. So, what kinds of things kind of? I have a lot of sleepless nights ahead of this thing. I've already started. Yeah, it's just the one thousand and one million little things you wonder right. about. Mm-hmm. What did I forget? Sure. Yeah, it's all that, and hoping things will go right. And every year, something big will probably happen that's mm-hmm. out of our control. Like one year it rained and it was freezing. And mm-hmm. one time a man, we won't name him, took the runners on the wrong route. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but it turned out great. Um, so, yeah, just the little things, sure. I guess. Yeah. You wonder about. But there are a lot of little details. And lot. I will say I would be, I was very guilty of thinking, what's well, a big deal? <laughs> Start, finish. Eat an orange, but it's it's not that simple at all. No, so. I, I think one thing that goes, I think, flies under the radar a little bit is how much community fair and, like, workshops and tables and stuff, goods are, are being shown to, like, vendors or stuff like that. The tables of people, like, massaging and prizes and that type of thing being shown out, too. Yeah, pretty much the only um, people who can have a table there are, um, like, massage people or mm-hmm. chiropractors who have a massage yeah. leg um, and they can have a table there but 
we're so, we've like fill up the whole like high school. Yes, you so do. there's yeah. not a whole lot of room for that. Yeah, you do. It's, it's the sponsors put stuff in the swag bag. Yeah, the swag bags. Yeah. yeah. So how can the community become involved? Because I bet there are some people listening that are ready to step up. What what could they do? Uh, so sponsorships are taken for this year, but uh, in the future, you know, you can still register for the race. It's women and girls of all ages and abilities. It's a certified fast and flat course. Some people run really fast mm -hmm. and some people do not. <laughs> uh, they walk and you can have a stroller and uh, yeah, just sign up. Are you taking volunteers? We will take volunteers. Just call the office. Yeah. Perfect. What's yeah. that number? Uh, 620-327-2989. Nice. And the it, website where you register is hrce.org. hrce.org. Yes. Well, Christine, what else do you want to tell us about just your oh life my. at HRCE all these years? <laughs> oh, my what, goodness. What is, Rusty asked it perfectly, what's a highlight or what, what when you um, think about something that's really meaningful to you or has brought you joy? At the rec? Mm-hmm. Gosh, I've, I've known some great directors. Uh, Lance is a joy to work for. Um, I love getting to know people, and I don't see as many people anymore because everyone registers online. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think I like the Emma, because I can go and <laughs> know people there. But I just say being with the people and helping them out. It's cool. Yeah. It's a great organization. They, they always need crossing guards. They need people to come and direct traffic. You want to <laughs> you point someone in the right direction, be a volunteer. Mm -hmm. and there you go. Point someone did to the you, wrong. Did you know that a woman who won the or ran the Emma won the Boston Marathon once? No. She did. I can't remember oh, her name, but she did. Oh, <laughs> man. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. not only do we have people like like Susan empowering someone to further their athletic career at <laughs> the local level, we have national people being empowered, too, through the we Emma. This do. is cool. Yeah. <laughs> this well, is cool. It, it is a staple event of our community. We're grateful that people like you guys are willing to put that much time and effort it. We're also really grateful that your board of directors is willing, um, you know, to invest that way. And uh, I didn't put this in the questions, but do you want to just say who the members of your board are? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Blake Berman, uh, Chris White, Grady Pauls, Dee Dee Landis, and Kelly Ray. And we, we appreciate their work. Absolutely. Yes. That yes. Is, that's a big deal. I mean, the Heston the Rec, it, it's, it's a happening thing. It is. I mean, you, the summer catalog just came out. I get the emails. So the summer catalog just came out with all Looks the stuff great. going on. Um, yeah, I, I think back to even growing up and being 12, 13, and not just the athletic stuff, but I had a tie-dyed shirt from a rec class that we did a tie-dye tie-dye shirt or splatter-painted shirts. Those, those were the rage, man. The splatter-painted shirts we did those too. Yeah. That we did through the rec, and it was so cool. Or they, we, I think we went to the Cosmosphere through the rec and watched a movie of about a downhill skier in Automax sure. that I was never ever able to get over. So that was traumatic. Yeah, and Kelsey, yeah, skied since. Kelsey does a great job. Over yeah, there. yeah, and I can't thank the the staff. I mean, our staff, and I say oh, just we're a team. So. Yeah, Christine and Kelsey couldn't couldn't manage, couldn't function without them. Everything from new ideas to, um, yeah, Christine and just the leadership she can provide from being here through five, six directors. And so, yeah, things that have worked, haven't worked, um, but just the, the work that they put into this and for the community is phenomenal. Well, we're grateful to both of Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Stay well, be safe. We hope that Emma is, what's the perfect temperature, like about 58, <laughs> no wind. 60, Not too hot. 65? Yeah. Maybe that. No rain. Good no, rain. No, no rain. rain. no rain. No rain. No rain. No rain. Well, guys, that's, 
yeah. Yeah. When and so people know when what is the date of the ammo? We didn't Saturday, know April twenty ninth. Saturday, April twenty ninth. So minor detail. Okay. That's kind of important. So <laughs> yep. and they can call the office or get on the website and register and hopefully we do and they set a new record for That'd be great. attendance. That'd be awesome. Yep. We and we love it. We do have a Easter egg hunt coming up. Oh, and yeah. it, it's back kind of uh, back to pre COVID where we will do the eggs and candy. Um, that's April seventh in okay. partnership with Golden Plains Credit Union. Uh, so that'll be at the middle school soccer field and then Heritage Park. Oh, the, the combination between the two. Watch out for it. You might have to fight off the chickens on the pickleball. Court <laughs> well, I tell you what, Golden <laughs> Plains has been a longtime partner of that event. I know yeah. how much they're yeah. appreciated too. So big shout out to those yeah, big gals shout over out. there. And the, so. after the event, they're still going to do um, kind of come and go event here at the credit union. Nice. So, okay. okay, great. Well, thanks to you both. Thank Appreciate you so your much, guys. And Thank you. you yes, do in our absolutely. Town. You, guys, you guys help make H-Town <laughs> the happen and join that it is. And, and so. let's not forget uh, Susan Lamb special. Uh, H-Town Camp. Oh, H-Town Camp. Oh, yeah. H-Town That's Camp. right. So that, Coming up that, in July. And that goes quick. Yeah. They, they, it one, really once does. it's done, it's done. It's and done. Once we have our – so that – yeah, that was um, not only informational but just a great time. It is. That was kind of my first interaction with, with kids. I mean, as far as got in and was doing the office type of work, but you had asked, hey, can, yeah. I need some help. And I'm like, thank you. Yeah, Someone it was fun. Yeah, it. we'll look forward to that That's again. right. <laughs> Well, right. guys, thank you so much for yep. coming by, have a, have and we happy, we look happy for break. Have, yeah, <laughs> we look for so much more coming out the Heston Rec and the coming and follow them on I think Facebook, 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 and Instagram, Instagram. Face, Facebook and the Grand, the Instagram, okay, and, and yeah, social media keeps you in the loop. So thank you so much, guys, for coming in. So all right, big thank things you. going we'll on as always at the Rec. You guys um, can send Jackie. Yeah, in. send Jackie, and she's got a couple things I'm we'll sure. Do. So thanks, guys. Thank, thank you. you so right, much. Have a good rest of the week. So I think Susan, we do eventually. Actually, we need to have, and we have to put this a disclaimer down. We we need to do a community rain dance because we need rain, we but need we rain. cannot have rain on April 29th because that's Emma Creek. That's Emma Creek. Yeah, so, but we point. need to. Do, I think we need to organize a community rain dance or rain. Something. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Exactly. So although I do think we're gonna we're gonna get drunk we're gonna get dumped on eventually at some point. I hope so. We but need, it's we very rain. noticeable. Well, there's Jackie. So All good right. to oh, see you. And she's got books. I do have books. She, I blew her mind. My shirt might have blew, blown her mind a little while ago. The shirt wearing green too. I'm, I'm out of it. I'm I'm wearing. I said Easter I would wear purple. my St. Patrick's Day golf shirt today. I utterly forgot all of it, and this was the one that was clean. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Hi, Jackie. Hello, hello. What do we have going on in the library front? Well, um, it's going to be coming out in the paper. So we have a lot of big news that we are sharing. Okay. We are – we went before city council Uh and made a request for $35,457 last night. Okay. And council was gracious to hear our request, and they gave us the space to come back next month. All right. Um, to see how that will go. So we are we are asking for support to continue to make the library extraordinary. Mm-hmm. We are at the point where I'm sure most of our patrons and certainly this podcast has noticed that we've had to reduce hours. Right. Um, we are just at a point where we are making hard decisions and having hard conversations. And the 35 is to let us hire a programming person to help with summer library program, to help with after school, to help with our adult and teen craft nights, our community reads, our outreach, our rotating collections, 
all of the things that we do that people interact with right. with the library would be the programming person and it would also give us another librarian mm -hmm. and these two things work so hand in glove that would allow us to to really make the library an extraordinary place from a customer service standpoint we we, we could return to our historic hours um, even little things like, hey, that new book that you requested, you get it that much quicker right. um, since we'll have the manpower to be able to do that. So for those of you that are listening, um, we still have a chance to influence our city council members. Right. And I would love to have folks email city council. Um, we have, you can get on the Heston City website and see who's on council. There are, you know, five wonderful people mm -hmm. who are dedicated to serving the community. And I, I hope that folks will email them, get in touch with them if they see them uh, around town. Now that there's not a ball game anymore, maybe when they mm -hmm. we see them around town during spring sports, um, that they'll say, hey, we care about our library. Right. And we hope that you will see this as a worthy investment. Mm -hmm. Um, for the larger community. So we will be letting folks know, you know, we're, it's, it's hard to say we, it's hard to say you need help. Right. It's always hard to say that. I so, think you've articulated it well. And very much so. Thank you for doing that. So, and I, I appreciate you guys giving me the space to, to say that. And the, Absolutely. And the listeners, I know that there's a lot of them. So, but we're excited about, we really are excited about what this could mean for us with a programming person to really, 24 hours a week to dedicate to you and your kids and the opportunities that that brings. Um, it's just an exciting thing and another librarian to be able to get books processed faster, to be able right. to take care of the back of house stuff, um, to be able to get back to our historic hours. That has been, you know, we serve a lot of people and 34,000 plus that walked in the door. And so we are, we are grateful for our community we love our patrons dearly, and we are trying to serve as best we can with right. the resources that we have. Um, and and again, I think it's important that council hears from the constituents. Yep, um, that's how they'll know, make yeah. an informed decision. So I Absolutely. think I think it's a reasonable thing to put it out there, and now people know. Yeah, so now folks good. know. So the other fun things that we have going on, um, registration will be opening up for Summer Library Program. That will be available on our website. Okay. We are really excited. We got a really wonderful gift from the Lions uh, from their pancake feed. They sent us $1,000. Awesome. Um, right? And that's going to help some offset some of our library program costs. We've got some really exciting things. The theme is all together now. Um, I think that's such a cool way to come out of two and a half, three years of really challenging isolation. And I think it helps the library be a place where people can really come together yeah. and and come together as a community and share in all the wonderful things that Heston has to offer. And yeah, so summer library program registration will be open this week. You can get to it on our website. Um, I'm excited about that. We also have a wonderful partnership happening with the Emma Creek Quilt Guild right now. March is quilting month. So we have a wonderful display up. The Emma Creek Quilt Guild brought in a couple of quilts and a couple of wall hangings that they're sharing with the community. And there's a way to get in touch with them. And they're a great organization if you're a sewer, if you're a quilter, if you're an embroiderer, yeah, if you're handy out, with I'm the needle. I'm looking out here in the um, 
open yeah. space and I see one of those quilts with a bunch of books. Yes. Themed we, books. We do indeed. We have lots of quilting books. So if you're looking for your next pattern, if you're looking for your next, how do I do this? Um, if you feel like your wedding ring quilt pattern has been used a few too many times and you would like to do a grandmother's garden, look at me using quilting terms. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of impressed. Right? So if you want to do like a, a different pattern, we have those available in the library to help you spice up your quilting life. Great partnership. Um, and then we're also going to be leaving this up and promoting the MCC quilt sale coming up in April. I'm really excited about this. So we're going to be promoting the Emma Creek Quilt Guild through March, which is quilting month. And then again, our friends at MCC and the wonderful work that they do uh, through the quilt auction. So I'm encouraging people to come in and check out the wonder, the joys of quilting instead of the joys of painting. Okay. So like fun times there. Um, we have a couple of new books that I am actually nerdily excited about. Um, it's Trey Gowdy and it's Start, Stay, or Leave. And I don't usually promo self-help books because I'm not... Eh, uh, but <laughs> I don't need help. I'm delightful. No. Um, but no, it's it's actually a really great read as far as how to make big decisions in your life and mm. finding the right path forward using critical thinking skills, how to separate out good advice from great advice from lousy advice. <laughs> and I like it. Yeah. So it's, it's a really great read to help you be a little bit more mindful and insightful. So I, it's... It's just an interesting book to really help you focus on what does success mean and how do I get from point A to B in a way that means success for me. And whether that's money, whether that's time, whether that's talent, whatever that is for you. Mm -hmm. So really, really great way to be a little bit more mindful about your life. Start, Stay, or Leave, The Art of Decision Making by Trey Gowdy. Um, great book I'm promoting. And then, of course, since Summer Library Program has opened, registration, The Art of Gathering okay. is another book I'd like to promote. It's a great way that talks about how are, how can people get together. And we have this really stale notion of what a dinner party is. We have a really stale notion of what a board meeting is. We have these kind of antiquated ways that we get together. And... And I think that this is a great way to say the art of gathering is more than that. Yes. And I'm really excited to explore this through Summer Library Program with the All Together Now. Mm. It's a whole new art of gathering that involves different demographics from the community, different incomes, different experiences, different age ranges. And how can we gather together in a way that is holistically not only beautiful, but productive and meaningful. Mm -hmm. So I'm really promoting the art of gathering as we get into summer library program all together now. And again, start, stay, or leave the art of decision making. So as you're deciding whether or not you want to register right, for summer library right, program. Right, which should be which a no-brainer. Should be a no-brainer. Everything that we do through the summer library program is free of charge. One of the things that the library prides itself on is that there are no barriers to gathering. There are Perfect. none. So Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's what's going on at the library. It's it's up, it's down, it's good. It's opportunities to grow and opportunities to adapt again, since libraries are no longer a repository for books like we do this. Right. Exactly. Um, ever ever evolving. Yes. And that's what matters and that's what makes it meaningful. Now I think it's interesting that you say this um, book is a little bit about rethinking and gathering, because the first thing I was thinking is oh, I think every gathering needs to involve food, preferably beef, 
or pork. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, if every gathering that I attend could always have something smoked by Rusty. I was wondering, because you were giving me the eye. I was wondering where this was going. I felt it coming in my direction, but okay, all right. So what? basically what they're saying is, you know, maybe you don't have to have a big... Um, carnivore feast <laughs> that you know it'd be okay although it might help sometimes it would help but food so. is social lubrication but okay uh, i might have to get that book yeah it's it's called the art of gathering it it's kind of the it's the antidote to bowling alone i love the book bowling alone as do i yeah. it it's kind of the antidote to okay. how do we do this post covid mm-hmm. how do we gather when we're not all scared of each other <laughs> right sure right. um and how do deal. we gather if we're scared of each other how do we I mean, gather yeah, Th- that yeah, actually is addressed too they they okay. actually have a, a camp that is an uh an israeli and muslim camp that they use as one of their examples these okay. people that are set up to fear each other mm-hmm. and how do you make them come together in a summer camp and see each other sure and so it's it's a beautiful book. I really encourage it. So The Art of Gathering, How We Meet and Why It Matters by Priya Parker. What are, is Oh, sorry. Go oh, ahead. Is the other recommendation that I have? What are the chances that that could become a community read? I would love for that to be a community read. The the challenge that we run into is without a programming person to really help facilitate and coordinate that, it becomes a very difficult prospect. Community reads are very staff intensive and they're okay. very financially intensive um we because we like to supply the books for free right sure um, and to buy the book set so if if there is an organization that would be interested in sponsoring a community read we would love to chat about that okay um and then having the personnel in place to be able yes. to to implement that would be a wonderful thing for the community oh, i would think so sounds like a good one well jackie thanks as always thank you so much and i am so glad that we moved on because you said come together and i almost broke into song but then we'd lose listeners so he's gonna break into the beatles <laughs> here come comes together. old flat top no. he comes yes, moving yes, up uh-huh. slowly yes, yes. Uh, no i was oh, not yes okay. yes but no i was not gonna do that and not punish our people that tune in it's because punishment it would be punishment that's if I because they can't see his shirt my shirt is awesome. Thank you very much. Shirt and you, is awesome. And if you think this is, uh, you, you know why Rusty wants to get off the show today is he has so much going with the bracket. No, it's I'm, like I'm a good with it. he I'm has good. people all over America wanting him to help him, advise him, no, get into his. Don't ask me for advice. I've already filled out four brackets. I liked none of them. So. My grandpa was a good bracket filler outer. He it? won two televisions and a lifetime supply of eggs. Which is worth a million dollars. Yeah, that's a lot of eggs. Let's have omelet night at the library. Let's get a lifetime. My grandpa won a lifetime supply of eggs thanks to an NCAA bracket. You and Jarrett need to offer a lifetime supply of eggs. No. And Joel and Laura could could supply the eggs. They don't have chickens. Joel and Laura don't have chickens right now. Oh. So Okay, Danae and James. Well, Jarrett has a lot of chickens back in Missouri, but I don't think he wants to give away all his eggs like that. So. Okay. Well, next week we're going to have to talk more about this because the you know the NCAA <laughs> lasts longer than Lent. I was I was liking I was liking the whole idea for omelet night, but now we're we're done. Okay, whatever. All right. This is um, what I add to the conversation. Just like, yeah, I'm, drops of chaos. Exactly. It's kind of controlled chaos, and we like it. <laughs>
It's good stuff. Uh, it is. So we are, man, what a great week. What a great week. What a great show. It, it's been a great sh- Well, I guess the viewers will let us know if it's a great show, but I, I always think it's a great show. I always do, too. But Tuesdays are the highlight of my week. I mean, pretty much. Yeah, I, pretty much. But I yeah. just have to say, again, congratulations to yes. the Heston High School boys basketball team and lots of love. To the girls and and everybody else that that has played ball this year, but it's been a lot of fun. And, it has been. It's been a lot and, of fun. And um, I bet more stuff is ahead. We're yeah. never going to run out of material, Rusty. I don't think so. I don't think so. Thank you. This has for been not awesome. running out. No, right? and thank you for the Hessen community for embracing us so much. So big shout out to them. Yep. So that's our thank you to them. So I love our applause button. This has been the Weekly Walk Through Each Town, coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcast equipment sponsored by USW Local 11228. For Susan Lamb, I'm Rusty Witcher saying we'll talk to you guys next week.